The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, those are the victory horns, and they sing and they play for Sean Strickland. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Sean Strickland won a five-round unanimous decision of 49-46. No, that that was not the case at all. In fact, Sean Strickland went out and finished a boost maga made up in the second round, just battered him. Box his ears off, just beat the hell out of the man until referee Mark Smith just had, he had just seen enough. And Sean Strickland, if he wants to get himself a title fight with Israel Adesanya in September, he certainly put himself in a good position after this performance. Probably in the driver's seat, at least for the moment. We'll see what happens next week at UFC 290. But thank you for joining us. We are live here on the UFC Vegas 76 post fight show. I am Mike Heck. Being joined by Mr. No Gray Area himself, Jed Mishu just jamming, just jamming away. Hey, buddy. Love the victory horns, Mike, and you're wrong. These victory horns are not for Sean Strickland. They're for us, the fans, Mike. The fans won because this, <laughs> this was a fight card. Whew, I'm excited to talk about it. It was a fight card, and I might as well just, let's peel back the curtain a little bit, Jed, because we try to be positive as much as possible. I do not. But I think we speak I think we speak for a lot of MMA fans when we looked at the card and we saw what happened in the first round with Abus Maga made up in that eye poke. There is a vast majority of fans that are like, referee, just go ahead and stop this thing. <laughs> Cause yep. what like not not because like not because I just want to see bad things happen, but considering the reaction to the fight and everything, it would just be kind of hilarious if that's the way the fight ended like first round i poke fights over that would have been really fitting in would have been a very fitting into this fight card which wasn't awful not here to tell you it was bad uh very forgettable we aren't going to talk about anything that happened here except for maybe maybe two fights i'll go two and a half because i guess there's a world even though i don't believe this is true there is a world where sean strickland in the year of our Lord, 2023, just earned a title shot by beating Abus Magomedov. <laughs> this sport is getting dumber by the day, people. Like, whew. So two and a half, because I'm giving a half point of credit for that, because this may be the title winning opportunity for one Sean Strickland. Whew. Okay. Him going out there and getting a finish, I mean. Against, unless... Widely regarded Abus Magomedov. Listen, we all, totally we all know. We all know. 
I it, look DDP in who should be just getting the damn title shot to begin with. We've already beat this to death at this point, but he's fighting Robert Whitaker. If Bobby Knuckles goes out there and just runs him over in two minutes, or if DDP somehow knocks out Bobby Knux in two minutes, then this means nothing. But if those two guys get in there for 15 minutes and beat the hell out of each other, Sean Strickland's getting a title shot. Like, it's just the way it is. They could promote the hell out of it. It's going to be ugly. The build to it. And the fight's probably going to happen, and Israel Asani's probably going to win and look like a superhero in Sydney. There's a world where that happens. I'm not sure it's true. Look, I'm manifesting at this point. I have, I'm all in on it. <laughs> DDP is going to beat Bobby Knuckles. Um, it, it's not going to be a knockout. It's it's going to be as Casey and I were talking about this uh, off air. It's going to be like a Zabit level, 10 minutes of just throwing the kitchen sink at him and then surviving for five. And he's going to get the dub. And when that's over, the groundswell of support for this man who is who has said the dog whistly things and and <laughs> built a true rivalry, a, a fight that I want to see and that people want to see. There will be no appetite for Sean Strickland, as great as a win over <laughs> Abus Bagamedov is. The fans are going to forget about it and say, "Look, I know Izzy wants to fight in Australia." Uh, at September. And frankly, it would be incredibly funny to do the fight in Australia in September with DDP because then DDP could just come out and be like, I told you guys he's not African. Look, we're doing this fight in Australia because it's it's a home crowd for him. Nothing I said. All of that would be amazing. The UFC won't do it. They'll just say, hey, we got to push. This guy's your contender. This guy just beat Rob. We got to do this fight. We'll push it till Madison Square Garden. They'll 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 headline MSG, and somebody else will be fighting uh, in Australia. So I'm manifesting that reality because that's the world I want to live in, Mike. I don't want to wor- live in a world where beating Abus Magomedov. Somebody call up Lewis Taylor because that man deserves a title fight. Apparently, if that's what we're talking about with Sean Strickland right now. Look, I get where you're coming from, and we've been trying to manifest the DDP fight from Jump Street, and it still isn't there yet. The fact that it's, we have to wait your truth into the atmosphere <laughs> and let it come back to you tenfold, Mike Heck. We've tried. Even Dana was like, "I have an announcement coming up about that," and we never got one. So everything just kind of remains the same. Normally, with an event like this, we're just going to spend most of the time talking about the main event. But literally, we just talked about the big storyline that could come out of it. Sean Strickland maybe getting a title shot. He called for it. I'm not going to repeat everything he said, but called for it, said does everything for the country and everything he says and the way he fights, everything is for the country. But this really wasn't a surprising thing, Jed. Like the way everyone who kind of pays attention to the UFC and these two guys in particular, the way everyone broke this down is pretty much the way the fight went down. Abus had five minutes to win this fight. And if he couldn't get Sean Strickland out of there in the first round, he was going to lose. Now, I didn't think he was going to get washed in the second round like that. But could we? Could I have seen a finish in the fourth or fifth round? Certainly. But I felt like Abus had five minutes to win this fight. And once the eye poke failed, the body kicks failed, he, he landed some good shots. He kicked Sean Strickland in the face as hard as he could. And Sean didn't even like change his facial expression at all. He just walked right through it. And then from there, once the second round started, that was a wrap. So did anything really surprise you in this fight in any way? Surprised me how quickly it went downhill. This is exactly what I thought would happen in the broader structures, right? Like Abus can win in the first round if he does something really cool. Uh, Because he has that in the bag. But I said in uh, either BTL or, or the previous show or both, He's slipped on banana peels. He he is not a consistent fighter. And Sean Strickland, for his many faults, is a, obnoxiously consistent. He is going to be there doing the same thing every time out. And this time it's true. I just – I didn't think the wheels would completely disintegrate from the train like they did for Abus. I mean, that fight didn't need to start the second round realistically. Like, it was – as soon as the round started, it was like, okay, well – this is now all the way different, which was super weird because the first round didn't end with a huge momentum shift. It was just like, okay, I, I wrote in the live blog that looked like Abus was slowing a little bit, 
but he hit the wall hard and it was just done. So it happened a little faster, but no, this was what we expected. Uh, good for Sean Strickland. It's his first finish in like a lifetime. It, it seems like, uh, but there's nothing else to talk about this fight. Unless Mike, I'm always happy to give you a hot five on refereeing and why it sucks and taking points for fouls. But, feel like we've done that a lot too so maybe we don't need to open up that can of worms again yes there's that there's also very good refereeing on this card and i'm sure we're going to talk about that fight in a moment but we have bonuses from Jed herb Car- who knew yeah who knew herb had it in him hokey pokey herb just was like nah we're not we're not we're gonna be all in on this and that was a great stoppage we'll talk turn back fight. the we- clock yes he did uh we have bonuses have you seen these yet jen have it Reacting in real time. Let me guess. I would love uh, you for you to guess. I'm there's no way I'm gonna get any of this right. Uh I've gotta think fight of the night is Bruno Kutateladze. Yeah, because there's really okay. no other option. If that's not fight of the night, um somebody needs to be okay. Renat for sleeping Kevin Lee feels like he's getting a performance bonus. And uh Ruzabayev? You are three for four. Well, in terms of fighters who are getting bonuses, fight of the night is 100% Brenner versus Kutadolatse. Uh, Ruzaboyf got a bonus. Akratinov did not get a bonus. Sean Strickland <laughs> got the bonus. <laughs> what? That's some fucking shade right there. I desperately hope someone asks that question. Hey, why is Sean Strickland beating a dude no one gives a shit about uh, <laughs> matter when Renat literally slept a man? Like, scary slept him to a point where I was like, oh, I don't know how long he's been unconscious. It could have been a while, though. So, hope he's okay, Kevin Lee. Uh, that's insane. Uh God, way to go, whoever dictated that. And Dana won't even answer for it. He's in Maine. He's on vacation. This is his vacation time, so he's not even there to answer questions. But that is a travesty, that Vakradinov. And did it under a minute. He did it under a minute. And it still wasn't enough. That's that's friggin' wild. But there's your bonus. Sean Strickland getting the bonus. Vakradinov, no bonus for him. Hopefully he gets a couple shekels. In the locker room area, but golly, that's that's just tough. Those are no brainers. Like until when I saw Sean Strickland, I couldn't believe it. But what a great, what a great real time reaction that was. Now, that's incredible. <laughs> Dude, although he, he, he knocked him out and submitted him, it was great. And no, no money for you. All the buzz from this entire card right now. Just if we're looking at traffic and social media numbers, it's all on the Kevin Lee fight. Everything is pointing to that finish of Kevin Lee. But what yeah. can you do? Even though this man is not going to get a bonus, Jed Mishu, um, he got a win bonus, and he looked damn good, and he sent a message to the entire lightweight division. Grant Dawson seems like 155 is his home, took on Demir's Mugulov, and we were both sort of on the same page with this fight. On paper, incredible fight. We had concerns on the Izbogulov side because after the loss to Armin Sarukian, the next day, without telling anybody on his team, he goes to social media and announces his retirement. And then like a week later, says, you know what? I have one fight left of my deal. I am a company guy. I'm a man of my word. If I say I'm going to fight four times, I'm going to fight four times. And if I have one fight left, I'm going to go out there and do it. So we were concerned possibly about the motivation here. I'm here to tell you, Jed, after watching what we saw, Demir Ismogulov could have had all the motivation in the world. He could have been promised a title shot. He could have been promised $20 million if he won this fight, and he still would have lost to Grant Dawson because Grant just smushed him. This man is a problem, and ATT Grant Dawson is going to be climbing these ranks very quickly if he can get the right fights. Your thoughts on KGD's Incredible co-main event performance just running over Demiris Magulov. Uh KGD is just an awful, awful, <laughs> awful name. Uh, can we just start there? Uh, everything else about him rules, though. Love this kid. Been super high on him uh, for some time. 
I want to say that I was the first person to have him ranked in our rankings because um, I just – I really like his game. Um, I thought he had a really good chance to come in here, paid me off for it, looked unbelievable against a guy who, you know, there's a reason this fight was basically a pick em. Ismagulov does have good takedown defense. We saw for like a, a hot minute in that second round, when he gets the jab going, he, he can be tough to deal with, but – Grant Dawson just made mincemeat out of him. The transitions were spectacular. The control. I thought uh, if you had told me that he had this much back control time, I would have thought he'd have gotten the finish, honestly, because I was sort of in my breakdown of this fight. I was like, I think he can just kind of replicate what Armin did, only he's a better control grappler than Armin Sarukian is and uh, a better finisher, I think, from from the you know back mount and stuff like that. Uh Ismagulov is the reason dude hadn't been stopped. Tougher than $2 stake. Stayed in it the whole time. But, I mean, this was one-way traffic. Uh, 30-27s officially on two of the three judges. At the minimum, he deserved one 10-8 round, if not two. Uh, I think he got one. Unbelievable. He got one one 10-8 round from one one judge. But he should have got it all three, and he probably deserved two. Uh, But it... No wrong way to eat the Reese's at that point. It was just formulaic. Man's man's a star. He's not even 30. Lightweight continues to just kick all the ass, man. Um, I'm excited, Mike, to listen to on to the next one tomorrow and see what you guys have projected for him and or what you'd like to see. Because personally, I know it's not going to happen. Uh, give me the Armand Sarukin fight. Just make it happen. I know Armand... <sighs> Armand's like, yeah, I want a title fight. You're not getting it. And let's be real. You're probably not fighting any of the other dudes. Maybe Benny Darius will say yes. I could see Benny Darius accepting it because he's he's built like that. But if Darius says no for whatever reason, I know it's it'll be a big jump up in the rankings, but give me give me Dawson Sarukian just grapples for days, baby. Just grappling all over the cage. Super sick. Love that fight. That's what I hope happens next. I would love to see that fight. Um, I think we are going to get Sarukian Dariush. I, I Grant, Grant called for it, but I don't think he's going to get it. I, he might have a tough time finding a fight, my man. I think he's going to have a tough time getting one. Maybe, he's probably going to fight the winner of the Turner-Hooker fight. Like That's probably yeah. what's going to happen. I'd love to see him fight Matush Gamrat, but they're teammates, so they're not going to fight each yep. other. Like Those two that, getting after it would just be ridiculously fun. That's, that's functionally the exact same fight as Sarukin, but they just won't do it because they're teammates. <laughs> but yeah, it's dude, that's that's why lightweight sucks. Lightweight is the best division. Uh we don't have to get into that argument. But like you get a big win over a ranked dude like that, and you're the the benefit you get is you get to fight the winner of the number 10 and number 11 guys who will be one spot in front of you. It's just like, okay. And then when you win that, maybe you get to fight Sarukian at eight. And then maybe if you win that, then maybe you get to fight Michael Chandler at five or whatever. It is impossible to get a lightweight title shot. It is just not something you can ever do. I still don't like the Tony Ferguson call out. Like just we're, I think we're past that point. Why? I mean, way past. Like, if we're going to do it now, we're pay- we're, if we're going to do it, if we we're going to do it, it was when he called him out the last time, and I felt really icky about it the last time. I feel super yeah, icky about it's it It's awful. Now. Look, it's terrible <laughs> for what will happen in the cage. But, like, I thought he actually just very succinctly – Grant Dawson's one of my guys because he, like – he just he's on it like he knows he's not here to say like i'm what it's like i'm gonna be really good and i'm very reasonable young man uh i would like a big number but if i can't get one give me a big name and that's it like we just talked about i don't actually know who the hell he can even fight that will accept to fight with him in the rankings above him so next best next best case Who's got a big name? Tony Ferguson. Let's let's put the nail in that particular coffin, and at least maybe I'll. It's it's sort of the same, frankly, as it's, I guess it's a, it's it's different, certainly. But like, why the hell is Shavkat fighting Kelvin Gastelum? That's clearly a step back for him. But Gastelum's got a big name, and nobody else will fight him. So, sure, let's do that. I'm okay with it if it happens. I, no. I mean, I'm not okay with it morally for the health and safety of Tony Ferguson. But he will just be cradled to unconsciousness, so it'll be fine. He won't, like, suffer a vicious uh, punt to the face or whatever. 
Even if Bobby Green beats him July 29th, we're still okay with it? Oh, I forgot he's fighting Bobby Green. We're not okay with it. Bobby Green's going to beat him. So we're not okay with that anymore. But like, I don't want Grant Dawson to fight Bobby Green. That's just boring. And I love Bobby Green, but that's <laughs> that's not doing any. That's not a name. And it's fighting super back. Like he ha- he functionally just has to fight the winner of Turner Hooker unless he gets to fight Saruki. <laughs> like those are the really the only things that can happen for him. Yeah, great, great win for Dawson. Um, I, I still don't know how that man ever made 145. It's wild to me, but looks very at home at 155. He's huge at 55. He's way he's bigger than his Wagulov in there. It's crazy. He's missed weight at 55. <laughs> for the Mark Madsen fight. So if yeah. we can get the weight under control, it seems like the cardio issues are behind him, like we saw in the Ricky Glenn fight. So that guy is going to be tough to beat. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Michael Morales, over the years, is going to be another guy that's tough to beat. Slower start, but once he started getting cooking, man, holy smokes, did he get after it. Just put the boots to Max Griffin, real tough. Michael Morales is going to be a problem once he starts feeling himself. He's that, tough to stop. I mean, I think you actually sort of nailed my biggest takeaway from this, other than Kid's 24. Kid's, kid's somebody excited. I'm, I'm excited to watch him continue to develop because, like, big paws on a puppy. He's got all the signs of some, something a little bit special here, a little bit cooking. But the, the big takeaway for me was this fight, I came into this fight, is like, this is the exact fight you do for Michael Morales. Like, Max, Max Griffin is a veteran, like a real hard-nosed veteran. He's a dude that if you're not on your P's and Q's, you could slip up against in a real bad way. And not at all what happened. We got to see growth. We saw him overcome a little bit of adversity. That first round wasn't super clean. He got, you know, his his face got busted up a little bit and then just turned it up. And like you said, when he started feeling himself, if he can find a way to just start off a fight with with the utter confidence he carried into the second and third rounds of of the Max Griffin fight man that is just a problem because when he i mean it, it was like he moved differently he is he was just at that level it was like all right i've got this i am I, i'm firing on all cylinders i'm hearing jimmy right now let's get going and max griffin didn't have much to offer back other than survival at points so if he can do that for 15 instead of kind of easing his way into it then then i'm really going to start looking at this kid and be like all right, uh, the ceiling is is title contention here. Like we're we're talking about a guy who can and will fight for the belt. Not there yet, but still super young. A lot of way to go. I'm excited to see him go there. Yeah, this is this is a, this is really good matchmaking. This is a good test, and Max's game is hell. And good win for Michael Morales. Ariane Lipsky gets a splitty. I don't Did that fight happen? It, it it happened. All right. I. I say this with absolute sincerity. I sat right there on my couch with my laptop in front of me, 
and I watched every minute of that fight, and I cannot tell you a single thing that happened in it. Watched so, all 15 of them. No idea what happened. Yeah, I, I don't want to – I mean, I'll just say it. I, I was on Twitter reacts duty, so I had to go through – we have this whole page of like the UFC fighters, like a list on Twitter. So you can go down and see every fight in order, how it all works. Not one tweet about that fight. Not one from the entire roster that I could find. But good win for Ariane Lipsky. Look, she's getting better. She's evolving. She's it is a win. good win for her. She was the underdog in this fight, so a very good win for her. Yeah. So well done. She was happy with the performance, and good for her. Uh, Benoit Saint-Denis, time to start sleeping on that man. Guy's real good. Again, this is such a weird fight because we have the recency bias of the Ismail Bonfim knockout, and then we don't really have a recency bias with Benoit Saint-Denis because all people can remember is him just getting tuned up at welterweight and the referee not stopping the fight when he got knocked down like 137 times. Dude's unbeaten 155 in the UFC, and he just goes out there and just puts this dude away in the first round. That This guy's tough, man. He's real impressive. He's calling for big names in Paris. He ain't going to get any of them, but he's trying. And if he keeps putting on performances like this, Let's go. Benoit Saint-Denis versus Grant Dawson's going to be a super fun fight in 14 to 16 months when they win a couple more each. Yeah, I uh, talk about his call out in a second because that was bad, but I said it on No Bets Barred this week. I was like, a lot of people on Ishmael Bonfim, and I get it. He's coming off like one of the best knockouts of the year, right? But I just couldn't feel good about betting on him uh, and really just betting against BSD because – I like BSD. I like what we've seen from him. outside of the one welterweight fight. I mean, these kids looked amazing, and that fight wasn't particularly competitive. Like he he had the run of bomb theme very early in that. Uh, looked like he should have been a, a super heavy favorite. Looked like, hey, I'm also very young and very talented, and I don't know why the hell y'all forgot, but now I'm here to remind you. So great performance from him. Hated the call out. So Mike, uh, his zero chance of getting the call out. So it's a waste of Mike time. It's just never going to happen, uh, because it's lightweight. He needs like five more wins before he can start being <laughs> like, I want to fight top 10 guys. Like you are at least three wins away from that. Grant Dawson can only just make those call outs and you're no Grant Dawson, my friend, not quite yet. So would have liked better mic work for him, but like, I get it. He wants to fight in Paris, do the whole thing. Uh, I hope they get a cool name for him and we'll keep seeing where he goes. Tiago Moises, Pinata Moicano. That's not bad. Like both those, those names. I think both Tiago those are, Moises. Uh, uh, Mo- Moicano feels like maybe too big of a step. I like Moises though. Yeah, I think I like Moises. Yeah, he's in. A, he's in a good spot. He needs to be on this Paris card. No doubt about that. Uh, we talked about Jamie Malarkey. Boss finished. Could do Jamie Malarkey. Well, he's just coming off a loss, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't care about losses versus wins. Nah, we're trying to move him up though. We're trying to move him up. We need. We need like, like a nineteen twenty Dober. Not bad. I think it might be. Maybe so one more win, then he can get the Dober fight. A, one, one more win before Dober becomes in play. If there's um, a ranked guy to be had, I think Matt Frivola could be could be a possibility. I I think that I just don't think As, he's getting one. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what are we doing with yeah, Patty? We, When's Patty coming back? Who the hell knows? Maybe the end of the year. I yeah, this dude. I, I'm sure you would, and I'm sure he would as well, but I don't think Patty's taking that fight. I don't think he would have any interest in that fight. Uh, Patty's probably to trying up. to still fight Tony Ferguson. It's going to be okay. Yeah, oh God. I think even AK has <laughs> given up on that idea. Rudzaboff, nasty knockout. Joannison Brito. Dude, I mean, that where the hell did that come made. from, by the way? Which one? The, Ru- the Rudzaboff KO just that was a bullet, out of dude. nowhere. <laughs> Like I just like you know I won't say I've seen like all of his fights because I super haven't. But when you watch him on tape, it's just like, hey, here's this six five dude who's comically large, but he also just wants to like get you in Kimura traps and stuff. Like he wants to use his arms to tie up your appendages and break them. And then he's fighting this short, stocky dude who ethered RoboCop. And then instead, he's like, oh, by the way, I got hands, bro. Eat them. 
That was nasty. That was nasty. A thump from that shot that dropped him was just, it was echoed. It was nasty. Uh, kind of like uh, Renat Fokratinov's right-handed in on Kevin Lee. That was a freaking piston. Lee was pretty much donezo there, and then the gilly and goes to sleep. We already talked about Herb Dean doing such a great job there. Uh, I'll go back to that in a moment. Joe Anderson Brito, I mean, that fight should have never happened. Weston Wilson should not have been in there with Joe Anderson Brito. Carol Rosa uh, gets splitty over Yana Santos in a fight that we got at 145. I'm sorry. So, Carol Rosa, the uncrowned women's featherweight champion of the <laughs> UFC. I mean, Put some respect on her name. If she called it Amanda Nunes, that would have been the best. She should have been she my fighter on the card. If anyone around that fight had any sense at all, I would have been like the winner. I would just stand there, immediately call yourself the uncrowned champion. There is no champion. You can say it. You're the only one who can say this right now. Stake your claim. And nobody did because they suck at promotion. <laughs> Elvis Brenner, Guran Kutsatsala. It's a great fight. What a comeback from Elvis Brenner. If you want to see something disgusting, go to MMAfighting.com. And, uh, don't do it. Well, go to MMAfighting.com. Yeah. Don't, don't click that story. It's gross. It hurts my yeah. eyeballs. It's pretty bad. Uh, Luana Carolina gets a win. I didn't see that one coming. Uh, I'm not, not that Carolina winning wasn't, like, wasn't a huge shocker, but her just controlling Petrovich didn't on the ground. see her repeatedly getting takedowns and <laughs> no. sitting on her. Nope, yeah. definitely didn't see that. And Alexander Romanov 2.0, Jed Mishu. The dude is uh He's back, he's baby. <laughs> dude, the heavyweight overbet on that fight was the steal of the card at minus two of it. That that, that should have been like minus five hundred. It was the best. As soon as the fight started, I was like, Blago Ivanov, I if I ever see you like out at a bar, <laughs> I owe you seven drinks. The amount of money I have made wagering overs on Blago Ivanov fights, it is uh it's it's obscene. <laughs> really, I loved every second of that fight. The Romanov hype, it's still here, baby. The Romanov truthers, we weren't wrong, Mike. We were just early. He is still yes. 32. He's but a young pup in the heavyweight division. Alexander Romanov, UFC heavyweight champion, 2028. Just watch. Dude. <laughs> Ken Kong was out there pacing himself, just being controlled and patient, wasn't going bananas. He still was gassing at the end of that third round. But Got, got rid of the like slim a- physique. Don't need it. Don't need the slim physique at heavyweight. Unnecessary. I loved every, every part of that fight. The head movement, Mike. That's the head movement of a future champion. Oh, such a like three minutes into the fight, I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. This is what this entire fight's gonna be. And it's I'm gonna love every second of it. And I just enjoyed it for what it was. It was wonderful. I do want to go back to the featured prelim. Renat Fakratinov sleeps Kevin Lee 50 55 seconds. He might be 55 good, seconds. Huh? He's real good. He might be good. <laughs> He's now won 20 in a row. He's 22 and two. We haven't seen at least not in the UFC, that fun, I'm going to punch you in the face real hard style, usually just kind of does what Grant Dawson did, just takes you down and controls you for 80% of the fight and just wears on you. He just put the, I mean, he just put it on Kevin Lee. Every shot he landed was a big shot. Then he landed the the one-two, that right hand, just clock Kevin Lee, put him in the choke, and Kevin Lee goes unconscious. Yes, there's a lot of us that say, man, we're not... Really good fighter. This dude's a problem. But I think the other side of it was, man, Kevin Lee, this is his chance. This is the most intriguing thing on the card in a lot of people's eyes. Like, what's he going to look like? First fight in two years back in the UFC. First fight post Diego Sanchez. First fight at the new camp, new management team. Like, the whole new, like, Ally Quinta tweeted it out. Kevin, the, the new version of Kevin Lee making the walk to the octagon again. So, we're like, this is the guy. This is this is it. It's, you know, a moment of truth time. And then 55 seconds, it's over. It's just wild to think about how talented, how athletic, the personality this guy has. Like, he's got everything you would want. Like, if Kevin Lee walked into your gym right now with the personality he has, the athleticism, the skills, you're like, damn, like, sign this dude up. He's going to be our guy. This, this guy's going to be a champion. 
and just can't get, for some reason, he just can't get over that hump. It's just the 30 for 30 on Kevin Lee, Jed Mishu is going to be a real interesting watch. Is it not? Dude, what happened? Like what? I'm looking at his resume. I still, like, I'm trying to think of what to, what analogy, like how to compare it. He was five years ago was so good and so talented and wailed on Tony Ferguson for 10 minutes in an interim title fight. And then like, that was just the end of it. <laughs> like, it was that Tony came out, tapped him and then we we're, it's so like, I don't, he feels like looking at Kevin Lee, it feels like looking at, you know, the, the guy from your high school, the best football player, the guy who was supposed to go pro and like, yeah, he's going to make it out. Booby Miles, he is going to make it out. And then he doesn't. And you're just like, why? You had it all. And you just, you have all of the pieces. And it just didn't happen. And for Kevin Lee, the the part that didn't happen is, you know, at the pinnacle of the sport. He, he made it to, he fought for a title. But what the hell? Like I, again, we're not really good, apparently, and maybe he's like even better than we're like giving credit for. But that felt a lot less like we're not really good, and more like the continuation of the where where has Kevin Lee gone? Where is the fighter I once knew? He's not in the cage ever anymore. And talk about a guy who's thirty years old still. He is thirty years old, and his career feels like that of you know. BJ Penn or whatever, like, man, we knew you once. You were great once upon a time. And now, now we're just here hoping, hoping that this next time the thing will happen. So I don't know. It's a, it's a very unique career to, to this sport and one that I will endlessly ponder on to figure out how it went the way it went. He is. He's the like if there's ever a 165 pound division, Kevin Lee is like the face of it because he's just too small for 170 and he can't make 155. Like 155 is where he should be and he can't make it. And 170 is way too small. It's like I just don't got if there's I never have. Yeah, I think there's something to it, but I it's just if he can't story. make 155, he's just like he can, you can it make seems like he can 70. Yeah, he's made it, but even when he's made it, it's just it's he's just yeah it's why it's just strange man like it's just so close in so many ways like it's all there it's just what is the speed but it's bump? not like, there it's so weird it's, it's, oh, man it's a mystery it's a mystery but big win for renat and we'll see what's next for him maybe him and or, well yeah i really think ally quinta may have just broken him like Ally Quinta just broke his brain forever and he's just could can has never overcome it. He should have beaten Ally Quinta in his sleep and he ends up losing that awful decision. What a what a weirdo, man. What a weird career. Yeah, for sure. Does he well, get to fight again? Does the UFC keep doing the experiment with him? I think you kind of have to. I mean, people like him. But I think you have to. Dude, do you just chuck like I hate to even say this. I'm saying he is just, I think I have to say it though. Do you just chuck him in there with Michael Morales now? Just to like try to get him over? Like I I, I think you kind of have to, right? Like I think that's kind of where we're going here. I don't know if you can do that. Why not? Because that seems mean. Dude, he has he fight? he's lost five of his previous six UFC bouts. Uh welterweight, welterweight. Who's got a welterweight? Um let me let me ponder on this and I'll come up with another one. I can't think. I mean, Michael Morales, like, I just think they probably won't do it because these two dudes fought on the same card and they looked so different. <laughs> in the quality of their fighting that if that feels weird to them be like, yeah, let's match those two guys up from this fight card. Uh, you could do 
Ian I, Gary I would have been like if Ian Gary is like two fights, like if two, like if he had two Ponzi less Nibia. fights, you could do Ian Ponzi. Gary, I don't you like could do Ponzi scheme. Ponzi's coming off a loss. You could do that. I mean, you could uh, do Max Griffin. Andre Fialio. They're both coming. Andre off Fialio. Loss. That's not a bad one. That that's actually fine. I'd be very fine with that. I don't know that you're getting him over in any substantive way there, but I'd Brian be okay Battle. with that. Brian, someone like Brian Battle would be okay. Would be fine as well. Yeah, it's got to be somebody who could. It's got to be somebody who could benefit. Mike Malott would actually be a good one too. Mike Malott is actually a better one than Mike Michael Morales. I like Mike Malott a lot better. I think we landed on it. I think yep, that's, that's the it. answer. I think that's, that's the answer. Yep. Either him or Temba Garimbo. Because you can build Tim on that Garimbo. rock storyline. Yep. All right. Let's go to the peeps. Maybe the peeps have some ideas. You could also send in your picks for uh Bronson. Next one. There's the wonderful EKC Lydon on the ones and twos. I Guys. This is real dumb. I'd watch Kevin Lee, Jim Miller. Someone suggested that at one second. Yeah, Did they? That's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would. I was just thinking about it because I thought of Matt Brown. Then I was like, no, Matt Brown and Jim Miller are going to fight. I was like, I mean, I could also watch Jim Miller fight Kevin Lee. Matt Shit, Brown, I'd probably Jim pick Miller. Jim Miller to. I'd probably pick Jim Miller to win that fight. I, I guess the question is, do you put Kevin Lee on the build up a prospect tour, or do you put him on the Legends tour, where? You know, I guess the, the Jim Miller type fight. I think he's and probably closer to the build up a prospects tour. But start the prospects tour, then go to the legends yeah, tour. I think that's it, probably. But yeah, but fights he could potentially win, where it's like the risk reward for both sides is like is is decent. Like Malat is a good one because if Malat wins, like you could continue to just push him as like one of the new faces of Canadian MMA. And if he loses, if Malat loses to Lee, it's like, oh, Kevin Lee's back. Holy shit. Like, you are, you, something there. Kevin, are you picking Kevin Lee in that fight right now? I was, I was about to say, that's a, that's an interesting way to phrase it because I don't know who I would pick. I was just about to ask, who is the best fighter you would pick Kevin Lee to beat? Because I have no idea. It's pretty down the list. Because Kevin Lee did not look like he was a prof- I mean, he did not look UFC caliber tonight. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I'm genuinely going to spend some time to think on who is the best fighter that I would pick. Wait, did, to did, y'all, did y'all mention Tony Ferguson yet? Rematching Tony at 170? We didn't mention that. Uh, that actually would be a fight that I'd be at least more comfortable with. I mean, that's back in but the Legends again, tour, but you know. the problem is Tony's gonna fight Bobby Green, and when he loses yeah. to Bobby Green, oh, yeah. the conversation should really be like, "Hey, Tony, about that you still fighting thing? Maybe let's mm. pump the brakes on it." Uh, All right, I'm gonna throw, know. I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw two names at you, Jed. Ready? Okay. Who would you pick, Kevin Lee or Tim Means? I'm. Ooh. That actually might be the line. You might have found the line. I think I am picking Tim Means on general principle of just how bad Kevin Lee has looked. But I wouldn't be at all surprised if Kevin Lee won that one. So I think that's a good line. Casey, Kevin Lee versus Brian Barberena. Who wins? I thought of, of Bam Bam. But I would definitely pick Bam Bam. I, that one. I think we're back at – it's. I don't know if Kevin Lee is a. I don't. He's clearly he's not, not a legend anymore. Yeah. Um. I just. I. I have no idea where Kevin Lee is right now in his career. I. I just don't know. So fascinating. I. Because he could. He could show up at his next fight and just obliterate somebody and be like, "Okay, this is like the guy we've all seen." And then his next fight, he could do what happened tonight and just be Dude, like, "Dude, oh, he randomly back. shorts Gregor Gillespie." Who's good? Greg yeah. Gillespie's a damn good fighter, and he randomly just pantsed him for the whole world. <laughs> and, like, he can do it. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> Super it's, weird. Who did yeah. um, uh, Alex Moreno? Was Alex Moreno? Is that his name? Uh, Moreno. He, the Great Moreno. White? Yeah, who did he just beat? Tim Means. Tim Means. Oh, okay, he just beat him. Okay. I was like, someone that, I would that lost definitely him. pick. I would definitely pick Alex Moreno to beat Kevin Lee. Yeah, oh, no, I would no, pick no, Alex I was, I was, I was suggesting who Morona beat. Yeah, Morona. Not, no, not, 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 
to means, which is I think is like the exact right line of 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. Morona's Morona's sneaky good too. No, no, I, I think Morona's he's past that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Oh, let's take ooh. a give me here's the fight I actually am for. I, I think Mike Malott is smart and good and reasonable. The one I will lobby for, and we can end on it. Give me uh Nico Price after he loses to Robbie Lawler. <laughs> because <I love> right. <laughs> anything dumb can happen in that. Nico Price versus Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee could be winning and then something real stupid happens for him to get knocked out. That's just the fight I want to see. Yeah. Who would you pick? Kevin Lee versus Adam Fugit. Fugit? There, there, there are welterweights Kevin Lee can be, I think, in the UFC. I think there are plenty of welterweights I just, he could I just, be I just, I just if he gets his name. head on his shoulders. Yeah, just, the Kevin Lee that came tonight, does he lose that? Kevin, Kevin Lee would be favored in that fight. Okay. Like it's Adam Fugit? Yeah. yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, All he'd right. be favored. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, peeps, what do you got? We've talked yeah. a lot about Kevin Lee fantasy yeah. matchmaking. Is Grant Dawson a threat at lightweight? He's 9 0 1 in the UFC in the most dangerous division. Of course he is. He is a threat. It depends he's a th- on your definition. Of, uh, yes. Yeah, he's, he's a threat. I do not believe he will ever hold the title because I believe Armand Sarukian is just much better positioned to be the next guy after Islam is done. But. I think that it is more likely than not that Dawson fights for a title. But actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract that. I think Grant Dawson is this generation's Jim Miller. I think that's who he is. He's gonna be a dude who's really good. Everybody respects the hell out of. Gets almost there, but he's probably never gonna have the juice to quite get to an actual title fight unless something really breaks his way in a division that's impossible for things to break your way. Yeah. But perennial top fifteen guy, really, really good, could fight for a belt. I will say more likely that he doesn't because he's just gonna be the Jim Miller kind of dude. Is Grant Dawson basically that guy he'll just never be able to move the needle enough to get that? pay-per-view it's gonna, be a, it's gonna be a huge problem for him that's the problem yeah i, I mean a lightweight like, if you don't yeah. move the needle you have to win 12 in a row it's yeah. just so hard yeah he's gonna be he's gonna be ferguson dariushi where he's gonna have to he's gonna have to Miller. win like six or seven fights before he gets a big name there's a long like, history of lightweights who have put together eight nine wins and just couldn't get over the hump uh who's the old australian dude Who's had the weirdest Sardar- body? Sardaropoulos? Yeah, George Sardaropoulos. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Had like nine wins. Lightweight is littered with dudes who strung together nine, ten wins and just didn't get to fight for it. Because if you don't have the juice, it's it's just impossible. You have to win so many fights that it just simply cannot be done. It's tough. The, I, the last guy who almost got a title shot without having the juice was I, forget, I always forget his name. The Canadian yeah. guy. The, the, the Canadian. Dariush? No, Canadian. The uh, <laughs> I know. Like Dariush also was attacked. Uh, well, before Dariush, because um, he didn't lose. Uh, okay. I'm trying yeah, to sorry. think of who's a Canadian lightweight. The, with the beard. Uh, he, he, he got concussions in training. So he had to Oh, DJ Grant. TJ Grant. Yeah, TJ right. Grant. Yeah. yeah. Right. He did at least get a title shot, but he then got but, concussed and it was yeah. over. <laughs> but I, I was going to say, he was the last guy I can remember honestly getting a UFC title shot at lightweight. That didn't have yeah, without, that kind of, I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, that, no, that, that, he, that juice. Yeah, he had he the right good. time. He was just He good. had the right timing, and he had dropped from welterweight and was like, this dude is a problem, and there's nobody else. Let's do it. So, yeah, it's – but look look at who has fought for the belt other than that. It is – everyone's a star. Who is Who is the least big star who has fought for the lightweight title? Maybe – like Sean Jerk. 
Yeah. No, because he was like a lightweight champion. So yeah, yeah, you're, uh, yeah. Kenny, you know, Kenny was, Florian. Yeah, but I don't Kenny know. Florian was Kenny, a, was a tough star. star. They loved yeah. Kenny. Kenny, Kenny was, was he a Kenny big was, star? Star though, I, he I was over. So. But was he a star? Yeah. Well, For, at that at that I, point talking, in the UFC, you got to be over. I guess less than a star, but yeah, I think he definitely was because he was on season one of Tough. The yeah. entire narrative built around that. Looking at this, I mean, honestly, RDA is probably like R- RDA, RDA was not one. did not have the juice when he fought for the belt. He was just good. But other than that, I mean, yeah, Donald Donald Cerrone, Eddie Alvarez, Conor McGregor, <laughs> Habib, Poirier, Gaethje. Ferguson, Oliveira, Oliveira. like it is just a freaking list of people that you know and that random MMA fans have heard of. It is not a list of Grant Dawson's, George Sauropoulos's. You gotta have something extra, and I don't think Dawson has it, and that's gonna really hold him back. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, Does Strickland do enough in his post-fight speech to get the Izzy fight? We talked about this on the fan Q&A. He would have to say something big. But I think we assumed it was going to be a boring victory, too. So maybe that kind of negates uh, saying something outlandish yeah. in the post-fight. I mean, he he didn't really have to say anything. But just going out there and getting a second-round finish like that was enough. Was good. There's unstricklandy, non-strickland-like. Man, if, so, what if he had carried that energy of unstrickland like and it just been like, hey guys, I want to talk to you about uh, the dangers of capitalism and the trajectory our current nation is on. <laughs> like that would have just dude, just hit him, hit him with the curve when no one's no one sees it coming. Never let him know your next move, guys. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that he called out Izzy. Like I knew that he said, like, yeah, I want the champ, but then he said the line about Chinese or whatever, and what I'll, was that? I thought I, I misheard it. What, 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 I, I so that I I legitimately just thought that he was making um a really awful statement about wanting to fight uh Wiley Zhang, and I was like, God, Sean Strickland, what the hell? And then somebody pointed out that like apparently Izzy has been training or trained in China at, at some point in time, and so I think that that's the tie in there. But that's super weird. Uh, I just say this. I feel like I have to say this a lot now. Just use people's names because MMA fans, we're not the brightest bunch in general. And most of the people watching you are not like super clued into the minutia. So if you pull a Bilal Muhammad and you're like, I want to fight the wolf dude or whatever, no one knows what the hell you mean. Just say, I would like to fight Israel Adesanya. <laughs> you got, you're coming to Australia. I don't care if you're African or not. You can still catch these hands, homie, and then drop the mic, and that's good. You don't doing doing weird shit is just not not the way. But he may get it anyway because there's nobody else. He's in play, that's for sure. He's right. absolutely in play. Oh, okay, so, okay. So I guess it's because is he fought in China as a kickboxer? All right, that's yeah. All right. Yeah, that's uh, the most like deep cut. I work it. I work. We we all work in MMA. Did we know that? It's weird as shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> a weird one. Say a different thing, man. Uh, what else we got? Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, Can I also say that I'm actually here for Izzy versus Sean Strickland? I think it would be charmingly funny. Uh, it's talking Izzy. About that. W- <laughs> Izzy would get to look real good. He would just get to look real good, and so that'd be cool. Yeah, hey, it's I not DDP. I, I think Strickland is an is an excellent alternative. Like I think the point of this card more than anything is to make Izzy look like a megastar, and in in the big and a big way to do that is you let him look good against a stylistic matchup that is going to give him the opportunity to deliver a highlight reel knockout. And Sean Strickland is just going to be in his face the entire time, giving him many of opportunity to land many shots. And Drinkus Duplessis, I mean, we are, I think we all There's are no wrong way to eat this Reese's. <laughs> no wrong way to eat this Reese's unless it's called Robert Whitaker. That's the only wrong way to eat this Izzy title defense Reese's. But and even the, that's fine. Yeah, I, 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 
in a weird way, want, I, I want to see those two guys fighting. It doesn't have to be right now, but I do want to see those two guys fight one more time. I want to see if Whitaker can, can, get it, can do it. I want to see if we can beat him. I'd, wa- I'd watch it, but I don't care about it. Uh, also, if Sean Strickland gets it, he's going to say something zany on the mic that Izzy can riff off of and maybe say something equally as awful back about. It'll be fun. Look, there are worse things that could happen. Strickland can get next because we're still manifesting DDP, guys. Put it out into the universe. The universe will gift it back tenfold. DDP winning a, a hard-fought splitty over Bobby Knuckles. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Do we have anything? Um, it's not a ton of storylines coming out of this no, bad boy. Um, Just a lot of, oh, I can't wait to see this guy fight again. Can't wait to see this guy Honestly, fight there were more storylines coming out of it than I anticipated. <laughs> we got uh, three, four, three and a half. Let's get three and a half. <laughs> I'll give Michael Morales a half. I'm not going to give him a full storyline. Right. We well, three. I know maybe Heck is going to save this pick, but um, maybe me and Jed can answer, can answer this. Will the top uh, 10 of Layway try to duck Grant? He's a monster. He's 30, 26 Demir. Is it? Casey, what are I your thoughts I'm... before I give mine? <laughs> so... I... Th- yeah, like I think it goes back to what we said earlier. He doesn't have the juice. Um, he's the new Darius. Um, so he probably fights someone that's desperate for a fight. Someone maybe like Benil, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, I think I think anyone on a win is gonna duck Mr. Grant, and people coming off losses will um, reluctantly take that fight. That's pretty much it, I think. I will say that no one is going to duck him because I don't think that it's reasonable to assert that. And like, it's not ducking if the top five don't want to fight a dude who's no, yeah, because you're top fifteen behind you. Yeah, yeah I, so yeah. far behind and like ducking so is, ducking isn't the right term, but people. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean like Oliveira, Poirier, Gaethje, Darius aren't fighting him. That's just not going to happen. But that's not them ducking. That would be bad business for them to do so. They can defend position against somebody else. Uh, and then you're looking at that next tier of like, I think Fazeev would probably fight him actually, uh, and that might be his best hope. Is Fazeev booked? Him and Gamrat want to fight each other. Oh yeah, so then Fazeev isn't gonna fight him because he can fight Gamrat, who's a teammate. And then he probably will be trying to move up after that. And then Gamrat's arguably like a better Grant Austin. So if he beats him, whatever. Sarukian is the best hope. I think Sarukian's eyes are forward, not backwards. But if they brought him the fight, he may have to say yes. We already talked about Vinny. Uh, I'm looking at the UFC's rankings. I have no idea why RDA is still in them. That's insane. Uh, Jalen, RDA will, by definition, duck him because he's never fighting at lightweight unless it's Connor for a billion dollars. And then the next options up are Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker. They're about to fight. And I think the winner of that isn't going to duck him. I think they're just going to be forced to fight him because there's nobody else. It's just Yeah. It's for for Grant, it's gonna be one at a time, one spot. And like, like if he's ten, he's fight number nine. If he's nine, he's That's, fight number eight. He's not. That is everybody at lightweight, unless you are Islam Makachev and you are the chosen prodigy of the greatest of all time, and you get to skip the line. But everybody else, it is a one one rung up the ladder at a time, man. It's just how it goes. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a step, uh, a ranking spot. It'll be one ranking spot forward. Then I'll have to fight somebody two spots back. And then he'll go back to where he was, go up one, then go back to like, that's, that's what his road's going to look like. It's just, it's what like, I mean, honestly, is. he got a huge gift here in that he gets to go from 15, what he is in the UFC's rankings up to 12 now where Demir is. So that's like as big a jump as you can functionally get in the UFC rankings. So now it's just the process, the climb. Embrace yeah, the climb, Sarukian. buddy. Where's Sarukin seven? Sarukin seven. He's eight. He's eight. He's eight. So he's had oh, a fight. Well, they don't they don't count the champion as one. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's eight, and he's, eight. he's had a fight. Way he had a fight like four or five spots back before, and then he fought out of the rankings his last fight. So he had two fights in a row with guys ranked behind him. 
Um, who is and Gamera was also fight? ranked behind him. Now, who is he supposed to fight before he had to take the out of the rankings, dude? Was he supposed to fight like Moicano or something? I thought he was supposed yeah, to just, fight he's somebody. Supposed to headline Moik, which would also been a it still would have been back, but at least would have been in the rankings. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to headline that uh, April 29th card with uh, Hinata Moicano. That's just how it and goes, we got, man. We got what? <laughs> Rick, just, I think we got Ricky Simone Song Yidong in that spot to replace it. This is this is the grind of lightweight. Uh, if yep. you aren't. If you don't have the juice, if you don't bring something else to the table like a Michael Chandler did, your path up is long and arduous. Get better on the mic, man. That's all I can tell you. He tried. He tried. I loved what he did. I'm not here to don't, yeah. you know, I he's a very reasonable person, but I'm just shooting you straight. Yeah, very reasonable people don't go very far in this sport. They they sure don't. <laughs> they really don't. Good God, they do not. <laughs> um, I think we're good, Mister. Yeah, I think we, yeah, I think I think we have uh, we have milked this card as much as we can. Uh, so get your match making selections in for on to the next one. You know how to do it. Uh, and then it's International Fight Week, baby. International Fight Week. Jose will be on site in Las Vegas. Media Day Wednesday. Presser Thursday. Weigh-ins Friday, Hall of Fame. Uh, I'm sure there'll be other press conferences as well. Apparently, there's going to be a big UFC Fight Pass announcement coming up. Uh, Jorge Mazadal will be having a press conference in Las Vegas as well, I am told, on Friday. Uh, I would assume JDS and uh, Fabricio Verdun will be there to promote their bare-knuckle MMA card coming up uh, in September in Jacksonville, Florida. All of that was announced, and yeah, it's gonna Mike, be a, it's going? gonna be a busy ass week. I'm down to go. It's a day before. Um, it's a day before two ninety three before Izzy DDP that we're putting out into the universe. So well, we'll see. We'll 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 keep working on that. Also, viewers, I'm disappointed. We didn't get a single fight circus question, and I feel like you've all failed me. Just wanted to let you know that before we get out of here. Because they know, because they know BTL, you're gonna walk us right through all the best. The, all the highlights, all the best moments. What do we need to go back and watch? Tire fight was, was it good or bad? It was was so great. Perfect. Tyson Fury. Uh, I said I forget who I was talking with this about. Tyson Fury. They were like, I can't believe Tyson Fury went to fight circus. Like, really, when you see him there, you think in most other timelines, that's just where Tyson Fury is. In this one, he happens to be the best heavyweight boxer of this generation. But in most of them. He's just a dude at Fight Circus. It it fit like a glove. It was fantastic. John Fury, Tyson's dad, should be like the general manager of dude, Fight the Circus. Whole, the whole Fury he family be, was having a blast. Uh, John Fury should be out like making all the, the – he should be the dude on the mic making all the – like John not obviously needs to be a part of it, but that did – but John Fury is like the face of Fight Circus, like the the – the, just the the face that runs the place, the guy who makes all the decisions, the Eric Bischoff, if you will, of Fight Circus would just be the best. He would get, he'd fit right in and do a tremendous job. God bless He's you, great. Fight Circus. If you haven't watched it, FightCircus.tv, I think it's free. Ninety What's minutes, the, the tight ninety. What was the name of the event? Seven lock, stock, and two smoking sausages. Because. <laughs> These are children running this organization. <laughs> Just absolute children. And they are who they say they are. And that's what we respect about them so much. Hit the music. Tire fighting is sick. So is it one foot in the tire? tire fighting. Yeah. You one foot in the tire? It's like, did you ever do that as kids? We used to do that with slap yeah. boxing with tires or whatever. It's just that. And it was sick. Yeah, we did. We did helmet boxing with hockey gloves and hockey masks. Oh, that's fun, too. Oh, yeah. Tire fighting on the main event. Just watch the main event. You won't be disappointed. All right. Well, some homework for you. Thank you all very much again. Happy Canada Day to all the Canadians out there. Uh, Independence Day coming up in the U.S. on Tuesday. So there'll be no heck of on Tuesday. Yes, as Sean Strickland pointed out in his post-fight press conference. But Love thank you all country. very much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. International Fight Week is upon us. We'll see you then. Every time we pod, it's for this country. Love y'all. <laughs> USA, USA, USA. 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 
listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible. And deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.